welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and once again, I am thrilled to be here with the two men who make this show what it truly is, the Chief and the Goon. Chief, how are you, sir? I'm being annoyed by this fly, and I can't get rid of it. There's a fly in your ointment? He's not in my ointment. He's just circling around. Mm. Do you have food? I'm sorry, silly question, I'm sorry. I'm just looking, just like looking for something. I don't. It's it's looking. It, this is a suicidal fly, obviously. This is like Jeff Goldblum. Why Jeff Goldblum wasn't su- suicidal? No, he was the fly. No, Jeff. He was suicidal <laughs> at the end. He really was. I I didn't make it to the end. I was a little kid when I was watching that. And that that's oh, okay. not something little kids. He literally watch. takes his claw-like hand and grabs hold of the shotgun and points it right at his head. His own head. Or what there is of his head. <clears throat> but I don't think you need a shotgun for your fly, right? Uh, maybe a salt shotgun. I've seen those. Those are pretty cool. Goon, how are you, man? I'm terrific. First time I saw one of those uh, salt shotguns was at uh, our Marshal Bill's house. Oh, the, he actually has one? Does it work? He, oh, my God. It's the coolest thing ever. He and I went around the house shooting flies, which... Which did not please the women folk all that much. I can't imagine why. Because <laughs> now they have to ooh, explain ooh. why there's salt all over the house. Ooh, ooh, let me try. Boom. I just look at it as you're seasoning it for the dogs. <laughs> so the dogs are more likely to, the flies than the cats. Uh, the cats will ignore them. The dogs will eat anything. That's true. Yep. They eat cat poop. Come on. <clears throat> we need video because I need you to not do things like that while I'm drinking. Because that hurts. I, I will. Uh, all right. I'll get a video of uh, Stitch or Doug eating cat poop. Uh, thank you. No, I now have that image in my head. Another especially, reason maybe I won't get a dog. Well, I just don't get a dog and a cat. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Doug, who's now, you know, bigger than Stitch. How did that happen? I he's We keep feeding him. Well, okay. Right. I keep telling Hurricane, if we just stopped feeding him, he would stop growing. <laughs> or now find he's, another source of food. He's he's going to be, uh, well, maybe. <laughs> he's going to uh, be able to put his paws right on your shoulders, buddy. Who, me? Yeah. Most Cocker Spaniels can do that. Yeah, okay, there's that. Way to make them feel. Look at know. me doing a self-deprecating short joke. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm I'm getting comfortable with my my height limitations. I'm just saying. Just need to get comfortable with one other thing, and then you'll be good to go. <laughs> wow, there is no relationship. Those things are not scalar. So I'll tell you right now, son. Sure about that? Positive. We need scientific proof. We are not doing those kind of pictures. I'm just saying. <laughs> family show. Exactly. Family yeah, family show. show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, so my week's been going pretty well. How about you guys? <sighs> wow. What has happened since uh, last week? Uh, probably should have my head examined. Oh, yeah. It's only been a couple of days. <laughs> was, it, was it fun? Because you know I'm going to get to do it. Um, it was an experience, uh, 
let's let's just say they didn't give me a real warm fuzzy about the concept of um you know what one would consider you know HIPAA requirements um so um yeah I'm I'm just out there for everyone to read now I guess but you know say la vie you're going to be in like some some shrink doctor's book is that what you're saying uh I'm I just you know <laughs> How much can I say without saying anything about saying things? Um, let's just say uh, I'm glad I'm done. Uh, and uh, and you're, yes, uh, considering last names, uh, you probably have a couple of months. Yeah. And uh, are you going to let me know how it worked out for you? Good times, man. Good times. We, we need so a I should... reference. <laughs> I already answer questions when they go... Uh... Uh, have you ever been convicted of a crime? I always answer that with convicted. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave it at that. <laughs> it's well played. <laughs> no one's ever <laughs> caught me. No. <laughs> Are you going to be a wise guy? Do you think I'm a wise guy? Are you analyzing me? I don't know. Do you, would you like to be analyzed? Then they usually go make me go away and never come back. <laughs> You know, I really, well, that would have been fun answering every single question with a question. <laughs> you being uncooperative? Do you think I'm uncooperative? Exactly. I don't wish to be uncooperative. Uh, Why would you say that? Is do you hate your mother? I don't know. Do you think so? <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Can, I, uh, the, the one thing that I think you can answer mm-hmm. what, what was the presumed nationality of the person interviewing oh uh pasty white dude yeah see so that's that's where the real fun is say what because because you, they say you know have you ever committed a crime? What, what kind of racist are you is this oh. black? <laughs> <laughs> which would work for everybody on this show except me <laughs> but see they don't know that that's this right is... they don't know so you're good and you can identify as it apparently now, so you know. <laughs> That's true. I am. Know? I am in fact a. Uh, I am in fact a. Um, a what's what's what was the phrase I came up with? I'm being, a, you know, a. a uh, I'm some kind of minority, but I can't remember. Anyway, my head. There's, there's a. Uh, there's a black guy in Ohio that identifies as a white guy in Utah, or Colorado. <laughs> And he said, "He said, man, why translocational?" He he said, "I'm I'm just not getting the respect I deserve." And that's when I realized I'm really a white guy from from Colorado. And his mom was like, "I don't know what kind of phase this is, but that boy is dumb." (laughs) That's outstanding. Well, I still like the goons trans financial. You know, that's right. I'm I'm a uh, I'm a wealthy person stuck inside a poor person's body. Yes, but not 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 recognized as an aggrieved minority yet. Give give me money. <laughs> All the pretense, right? Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm right. I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna send a note to uh, Drool and Joe. See if he'll do it. He might. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Goon, but you actually need to get some money. Don't you like have, uh, to have to pay off some people in order to scoot out of your your current religious um that would be constrictions? 
That would be one way. <laughs> That's not the way I have been suggesting that we uh, settle the issue. Raise the building, salt the earth. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> she just sent us a video. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't listen to that right now, but I will. <laughs> it's, um, it's for the notes because I know I would be asked for them. Uh, Excellent. Okay. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. So, That's so, uh, the guy. Great. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I've had a pretty good week. You know, uh, uh, yesterday was the uh, big vote at our church as to whether we would leave the United Methodists or not. Now, now for those of you who haven't been paying attention, I will give a brief description of, of why we became dissatisfied. Would you, would you say that a system of resolving differences, if it took 40 years, four decades, not to come to a conclusion. Would you call that a working system? No, I would call that the the Israelites wandering the desert. Yeah. I'd I'd call it Congress, but you well, know, yeah, yeah. Congress actually does better than we do in the Methodists because we've been we've been struggling with a with an issue relating to LGBTQ, etc. Uh, for forty for forty years, for forty years. And what typically happens, we, we meet every four years to discuss rule changes. A resolution would be made, and they couldn't even agree on the wording of the resolution. And they did that through 10 of these four-year cycles. You know, for a group called Methodists, this method isn't working. Well, and uh, in the last cycle, whenever that was, it was before the pandemic, and it's more than four years ago because it got delayed a little bit. Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic a resolution was um created and it passed if you are on the left you don't like what the resolution says because it doesn't represent your point of view at all but it passed the the duly recognized process of of uh, methodist right so to my way of thinking, when that happens, you you have a choice. You start working within that process, even though it took, you know, four, four decades. You start working to change it to the way you want within the process. Mm-hmm. Would That would be a reasonable approach, wouldn't it, gentlemen? Sure. I would say so. But I've never been reasonable, but go ahead. Or if you can't live within that framework and you're a leader in the church, then you got to resign. What our leadership did was refuse to follow the rules that were passed. Hmm. Our church has decided that that is an unworkable system and we no longer wish to be part of it because of that. So we have been preparing over the last few months for a vote on whether we leave the, the Methodist church or not. Wow. Now the people on the... Uh, we'll just call them those on the left have said that, well, this is a, this is an LGBT issue. And while it might be to some people, the real issue is if we can't solve an issue like this, how are we going to solve anything else using this broken process? Right. And you won't fix the process. And this is, this is an egregious um, failing of our leadership to just say, well, I don't like it, so I'm not going to follow it. 
Mm-hmm. That's anarchy. I don't want to be part of anarchy. Mm-mm. Anarchy bad. So knowing that this would happen, the national, I, I guess maybe even international organization, created a way for you to leave if you wanted to. And um, without going through everything that you need, it would cost my particular church, based on how big they are and what their budget is and how much property they have, because Methodists hold all their property together. Not really sure I understand why, but that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, It would cost us, using the the national protocol, Mm -hmm. uh, about half a million dollars. Whoa. Okay. Okay. We, We can do that. Ooh. That and 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 when we look at you know I won't bore everybody with how they break it all up, but the goon personally feels that the way they broke it up for that it's fair, mm-hmm. it's fair to all parties and you you just you separate, it, it's like almost like a no fault divorce that way, which is a horrible thing. Yeah, because somebody's stuff. upset. Um, but but at any rate. You know that would be that would certainly be agreeable to us. Um, in fact, maybe even a little more. Uh, even though the conference that holds the property doesn't pay anything toward it, nor has ever paid anything toward it, mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. The situation is what the situation is. So uh, uh, the the people in our conference, our group of churches, have decided to add a. Uh, a a rule onto that. And the rule is you must also give us an amount of money equal to 50% of the value of all your property. (laughs) That changes for us. And we go from $500,000 to 4.1 million. Yikes. No, not yikes. So one way is to start having bake sales, a whole lot of them, right? (laughs) Another way would be to raise the property and salt the earth. That would be another way. Just, you know, a third way would be to just hand over the keys. Um, uh, so, um, so anyway, we, we voted last night mm-hmm. of the people. Um, uh, the, the way the vote works is we must have a super majority. Two thirds of the eligible voting people at the meeting must vote for, they call it disaffiliation. For it to pass, we had 272 eligible voters. I pause now while our mathematician, Crutch the Magnificent, tells me how many votes we needed to pass. 272? 272, yep. 183. 183. We got 206. You, you, you did it. Congratulations. Yep. Yep. Now, the, of course, that's like 75%. Yes. Woo. Yes. Um, we 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 had a DeSantis like win. Wow, you're uh, you're invoking that. See, if I bring anything up with Florida in general, mm-hmm. I, I I was getting. Why are you mentioning this? Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of a better example of somebody who won by a by a lot. Okay, I, I, so well, eighty one me- eighty one million people voted for our president. Are you saying uh, Donald Trump? Comments? Because he's my president. Well, hot, hot dog, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Walter. <laughs> Sorry. I'd vote for Walter. I know, me too. <laughs> this makes me 
this makes me wonder about this and and the Pope. Because... Yeah, why wonder about the Pope? <laughs> the Pope is, you know, communist. So, uh, so Goon's solution is that um, we send uh, my my two uh, favorite negotiators that I use on the uh, Goon management team, mm -hmm. Vic and Vinny. And they go over to the conference not that and you're they casting aspersions against any particular ethnic group. Yeah, I, no, I'd I would like not. To know, where where do Vic and Vinny hail from? Uh, I believe it's Sicily, and you should always, <laughs> if you need good negotiators, you should always go get the best. And that's where they are. Now, I, I must admit, I must admit that these guys, you know, they're not as forgiving and sensitive as, say, Jesus. <laughs> Who is? But right, good who point. is good and uh, who can say? Right, and uh, but they'll get their point across and get you to think about your transgressions. When you say a point. very, <laughs> hey, oh, it, it might well, mean stiletto, not... yeah, <laughs> you know. Could what could it mean? Who knows? Who can say? Who knows? Who can? But say? they would go over and say, "Pretty nice conference you got there." Be a shame should something unfortunate and unforeseen happen to it. That's yeah, a pretty nice religion you got there. <laughs> I assume you want it to keep going pretty much as it is, just without us, right? And I'm sure this little disagreement we can get to without any further problems. Vic and Vinny might have them paying us <laughs> to leave. <laughs> That's kind of the only problem is you gotta you gotta give them some some guidelines. I, I think you need to donate the property to the county. Uh, we could do that. Have them turn they it into like a... They would like it because it's... Yeah. It's right next to a park. It'd just be a bigger park. Oh, awesome. You know, and that would be effectively salt the earth. And then we could <laughs> devolve into, um, into home churches connected via uh, Zoom to get, you know, the sermon and stuff on. Because it doesn't matter. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. uh, you you guys both attend churches and the churches have buildings, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. How many people have the buildings converted? The buildings? The buildings yeah. themselves. Buildings are inanimate are... objects, Goon. Right, they've converted this conversation. Zero, none. Right. Well, you there don't are no nuns either, but go ahead. You don't need the buildings. Ah, very true, very true. When three so... people gather in my name. Yeah. Hey, that's but, us. Uh, Wait a second. Are we a church? Yep. So you are part of the body of the church. The church is the people, not the buildings, not all the trappings, not all the the gold embossed uh, uh, and stained glass windows. Fancy chalices, oh. stained glass windows. Yes. Yeah. None I know of where that. your comments are going. Thanks. The, the only thing I is, was speaking, of course, of the Greek Orthodox Church <laughs> from, from Zoom, it would be hard to pick up on social tells and other things that that you may need that a person may need that they're in in trouble or they have a thing because it's hard to lay on hands if you're miles away. Mm. Very true. So that's. Our number one well, fan was having a panic attack today, and I couldn't do anything about it. She had misplaced one of her checkbooks. Turns out it was about three feet from her arm. 
but <laughs> well, we're, we're glad she's okay. Now. I am thoroughly glad she's okay. Had you had you called me, I would have prayed for her right then. Thank you. Yep. See, this is, and that's why, and that's the kind of stuff that you need because we were actually discussing that. You know, as you stated, it can be anywhere. What most people do, in fact, there is a plant stand that is only open on Saturdays. And they, uh, I, I went there, and the nice people said it was six strawberry plants for four dollars. Wow! And, and I said that that's amazing. Can can I get two? And they go, Yep, go pick them out. Now, when I went to go pick them out, mm-hmm. the the little plastic containers that they were in mm-hmm. were stuck together. So I ended up taking 24 and not knowing it. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. They're, they're $6 for four or $4 for six? $4 for six. And you took 24 Yes. 16 bucks. That's not bad. So uh, I waited, and it was the next day because I didn't plant them that day. The mm-hmm. next day, I said, I have 12 containers. Why do I have 12 left over? <laughs> and yeah. I was like, ah. And, and the person just let me take the stuff. So when I came back, the because they're only open on Saturdays, mm-hmm. they, they said, oh, welcome back. And I said, you know, when you told me I can do that and all that kind of stuff, uh, I, I took too many. And they laughed and said, are you sure? And I said, yes. And I, and I just wanted to pay for it. <laughs> and, and they were just chuckling, going like, okay, are, are you, you're sure that you only took that much? And I was like, I'm positive I took more than I was supposed to. <laughs> and then, but then I'm going to have a lot of strawberries. <laughs> yeah. One of the, one of the things that they were um, the the actual owner the the man who owns the stand he was he was telling me that he does uh, mission stuff and all this just because hey I was a new face and apparently his cousin is my neighbor and I didn't know that How neat. and and they they were just interested because one I did not have an accent and I didn't have a <laughs> handlebar mustache there was a there were a lot of tells okay a lot of tells <laughs> you're not from around here. That's all right. He's new. Let's see. Let's see if it figures it out. So, and and he was very excited to hear about Baltimore because Why? he because he went to New York. He went to a particular spot in the boroughs, Ooh. and he they the the church sent him there to teach English to the Bangladesh. Wow. And and he was joking because he said, I can barely speak English as it is. <laughs> and they have me out here teaching these poor folk. You know? So what you're telling me is there's a lot of Bangladeshis up in New York sound a little like this. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> They're fixing to do things. I would you love know, to try that accent. I'm willing to bet I'm going to insult at least three different pe- groups. So I'm going to go try. You know what we need to do? We need to go down to Chief's uh, place. Yes, let's Mr. just stop Browning's here. place. Hang, need, hang out a little more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five, six years. That'll work. You know, maybe, uh, maybe Mr. Browning will let us play with his new, uh, uh, new equipment. Yes, that oh, didn't you sound know, right. That's, yeah, that is a little weird. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to make the uh, the official swimming with the fish announcement that there's been a uh, a new member added to the Browning family. Apparently, after five hours of very hard labor, i.e. driving, 
Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Browning are the proud parents of a Branson BH-150 backhoe coming in at a wonderful 3,000 pounds and 92 inches. That's quite a delivery, kids. And um, we wish them all the best. And uh, we've already seen some pictures. I think I can find a way to get the picture up there without divulging any information about Mr. Browning, uh, where he is already in the process of digging up stuff on his property. We, uh, we congratulate him once again, he and the family, to the lovely new edition. So exciting. Congratulations. It's red. Ma- <laughs> Mazel tov. Mazel tov. It's red. It's red. When it's I first saw it was them... red, I thought it was Mahindra, but no, it's Branson. It's not one of them made out there in Belarus, is it? No, actually, I, I, I was reading up that Branson, I, I think, is part owned by a Korean company. And um, they've they've been in the business I, forever, though. I've not heard of them. I know uh, I know Case and Ford, which isn't really Ford anymore. International, uh, Massey Ferguson, Kabuto's big out here. Kabuta, uh, Silver King, which is what we had in my family. Mm-hmm. That's what the uh, Swamp Fox uh, believe he was the final caretaker of the Silver King. Silver King, huh? Well, you know, look the, it up. Uh, Sounds a, sounds kind of monarchist, but you know, there was a Ford we refurbished factory. Just saying. Here, yeah. you know, speaking the, of revolutionaries, the, did did you uh did you know that 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 Chris Rock had a special over the weekend? He not only had a special over the weekend, he he had he had the bravery to um, live stream it from Baltimore. Yes, I heard it was glorious. I have heard so many pieces of it, and um, I need to watch the whole thing now. I truly do. So, you can tell. He opened that... many cans of whoop butt. Well, he, he is a broken man. <laughs> you can tell by the words that he's using and the uh, mannerisms that he, there's still fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and a lot of, I mean, you you probably heard the clips of the things that would... That you would find quite funny. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There was a lot in there that that was uh, stomach curdling. Did, did, you, like did you watch it live? I did not watch it live. No, I watched you, it after. But you have watched it. Okay. All right. I, I watched it until I was like, I can't take this. And then <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's a. You know, that I'm pro-life. Mm-hmm. And and he made some <laughs> comments in there. Yeah. Okay. He, well. There, yeah, there are some he, that are pro death. Hmm. No, I mean the three of us. Oh, okay. No, I'm I'm not pro death, but he's he's very pro death. Huh. Yes, he, he is. He uh, he made a joke that uh, first he, he was he, he was uh, talking about how you know pro choice blah blah blah, hmm. and then he said, but y'all know that pro choice just means y'all can murder babies. And he said, and I'm fine with that because when I order one of those, it's like a hit where I call up and say, is it done? <laughs> and that, wow. And so I was like, wow, I, I don't know if I can, I can deal with this. But that's a, 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 so, he, so like if, if we're at a Chris Rock show, are we going to have to restrain you from running up on stage? Because he well, might, he might cringe from you. You might. He, he might still have PTSD from that whole thing. Well, he he did bring that up, and and again, I'm not saying there was it was even handed. 
he would go both ways mm-hmm. every time. And, and you know, there's no cancellation. There's the, <laughs> the biggest thing that I can say is that, uh, as always advised, Hey, mm-hmm. if, if you can't deal with it anymore, just turn it off. Right. Don't, there you I don't go. need to, uh, one of the, one of the biggest things that I've learned is that the reason that married with children continued was because in the late eighties, mm-hmm. a, a woman wrote and complained that they were showing bras in one of their skits and said, this is dirty. <laughs> and when that made the news, everyone, you know, their, their, their viewership like quintupled to the point where every anniversary they would send this woman flowers thanking her for, <laughs> <laughs> for wow. giving them notoriety. So I know not to draw any more attention than is necessary. And if it is a problem, then I, I will just say, well, not for me. Understood. I mean, I might like to get flowers. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think those days are over now that uh, I saw a review for Ant-Man and Quantumania, and the review said Antifa Man <laughs> in Wokemania, and I was like, well, maybe I don't need to watch this. Yeah, no, I heard uh, uh, Goonchild said that it was worse than The Eternals. I didn't know that was possible. That's, um... she did, she, nor did she. Wow. That's a shame. I really like those characters. Are uh, are you guys going to go see, you know about the new uh, Jesus movie? With Kelsey Jesus, Grammer. Jesus Revolution. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, I, it, it, it made four times the amount of money they thought it would this opening weekend. Yeah, I was watching the making of and who the real people were behind it. And that's when I learned. I'm sorry, what's the movie called? The Jesus Revolution. It was. It's based on true events. The the the, the hippie revolution with, with what's that guy's name? Surfboard umbrella. It's it's like it's a weird name that has to do with. Yeah, it's it's all about the uh, uh, crutch. It's all about the rise of the Jesus freaks in hippie culture in the '60s. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. And I have the link too, so that's cool. Okay, Lonnie Frisbee. That's a... <laughs> thank you. Yes, and um, I haven't told Hurricane about it yet, so we're we're gonna go watch it this weekend. I don't. Is it really like a date movie? She'll enjoy going with okay. me. I, I think. Yeah, it's a, a yeah. Date, just uh, two people doing something that they both enjoy. Good point. We both enjoy hearing about Jesus. Do you not enjoy hearing about Jesus Crutch? Jesus Crutch. <laughs> that sounded a little too wrong. What would your what would, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't couldn't remain in character there. What would your mother say? What would my mother say? My mother thinks Why don't we ask me right her now when... because I'm helping her with her checkbook. So why don't, why don't do we no ask wrong. her and you, and you can report back? I'll record her and I'll put it on. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I'm good We will with be that. asking the number one fan what she thinks of her son, Crutch. So get ready, uh, mom. Some, <laughs> Not wanting I've... to go to the Jesus movie. That's the question. Oh. One of the things 
that I thought was interesting. The actor who is playing Lonnie, who also has a role in The Chosen, ah. is a practicing Catholic. Hmm. And he is uh, not Roman Catholic, though. It's uh, a Greek Greek Orthodox, whatever, whatever Greek Orthodox, flavor, okay. mm-hmm. whatever flavor it is in New York, because I I don't know. Okay. Which is, and, and I don't know how he's surviving out there, because that's like, you know, being in the den of vipers at that point. <laughs> right. But he's, he's doing Romy. it. Yep. Yeah. Oh right, he's the one that played Jesus in the Chosen, right? Yes. <clears throat> so it's a it's. It's quite interesting, and there was the 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 points that they make in that movie are very important for the the church today, because with everyone who is so stuck on tradition, that is that is why you can't reach out because people keep changing. Mm-hmm. So if you can't if you can't give them a message that that relates to the people. Which uh, brings me to a question that I have for the two of you. Mm-hmm. If you were to meet a tribe uh, and you had to explain God and they had no references at all, how would you do it? Crutch go. <laughs> well, you first and then. Wow. How would I describe God to a group that are we assuming that this group has no spiritual belief system? We're not assuming that has been made a fact. They have no spiritual belief system. They have no electricity. They have no internet. Wow. I would describe him. I would just point to everything around and say he is the creator of all. He created us. He loves us. And he wants us to, to, uh, to love him. So how, how would you explain creation? How would you explain creation? I don't know. Yep, because That's... they had they had no reference, and and there's a reason well, for. Well, okay, why so that's... even the most primitive people have their own creation myths. They don't. Who they? They didn't. This this tribe, the oh, okay. the, the blank tribe. Okay. Well, I'm just. You, are you setting up a false postulate? Is what I'm asking. Is this? No, is no. there an actual group that didn't? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is why I'm. This is why I'm asking you. This. Okay. Then yeah, I, I've got no frame of reference. I'm not sure how I would do it. Go and go. <laughs> I would say, we don't really know how the Creator made everything, but before we all got here, He did, and this all came to came about. Maybe he said, okay, this all exists, and and it came here. Maybe another way. So it's it's the the Yamisi, and they're in in South America. And the reason why I was bringing up the plant guy is because he went there, and this actually happened to him. And so he actually first uh, went the way that you went, Goon, and they stared at him blankly, and oh then he, and then he tried to explain uh, creation, mm-hmm. and they stared at him blankly, and then he said, "Lord, explain how I can get through these people." And a huge gust of wind came, 
And then he asked them, could they see the gust of wind? And they said, no. And they said, how do you know it exists? And then that is how he was able to, to ah. give them a frame of reference. Wow. That's awesome. And, and that is why, see, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to just give you some weird straw man. <laughs> hey, here's the impossible situation. What would you do? You know, the world's <laughs> well, you ending, know. there's a meteor coming. You've if I didn't know there was going to be a test, I would have studied. I'm just saying. <laughs> I I like the crutch go part best myself. So you know, uh, with he's, with all he smarted me anyway. So <laughs> with all the weird, I found things, the Umesis though. So yeah, the, with all the weird things happening in schools, mm. here's another thing Should that really I learned down that, that road that that we went over is explaining socialism to a class how would you do it you mean the ideal or what usually happens or probably both i would probably do both <clears throat> ideally you know it's supposed to work out that you know everybody pitches in and everybody gets the same amount and, and everything's free and equal and it's all wonderful but that's never how it works out there's always a small group that takes most and everybody else takes least and goon how would you do it I would I would say that um, Crutch is a heretic, and he just wasn't he just wasn't doing socialism enough, right? Hard enough. It to needed make it more work. money from the capitalists because they're the only ones that have it. They they have all the money because uh, I don't really know why, but their way seems to work, and the other way does not. Have you ever noticed yeah, it's, though? It's, all kidding aside, have you ever noticed that that socialists never start from scratch? Nobody ever goes to a, a deserted island and says, we're going to set this up as a socialist utopia. They come in to a perfectly good working capitalist utopia and say, we don't like the way things work here. We're going to, we're going to take this factory over. I'm like, you know, the factory wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for capitalism, you schmucks. So, well, what about, the, what about the communes of the 60s? So, but that's not socialism. That's communism. And communism can work if everyone agrees and it doesn't go over a certain amount of people. Like if yes, you have four for... people and, and everyone's equal, mm -hmm. and everyone gets part, then, and everyone agrees to that, then that's okay. When a fifth person comes in and they decide that they don't want to do anything, which is where the story of that teacher that I was bringing out. So uh, new kids, this is in a university, mm -hmm. and they, they said that communism works better. And so she said, okay, I will do an experiment with you. Mm -hmm. We are going to set up grades uh, like it would be in a communist uh, <laughs> government. And uh, oh. the people who did a little said, man, this is great. And the people who, uh, you know, actually studied and stuff said, oh, boy. So the first time they averaged it out and, it, you know, the people who got A's actually got B's and the people who got C's and D's got B's. And they're like, man, this is great. And the people who worked hard said why am i working hard mm -hmm. the second test everyone got c's the next test everyone got f's they said wait a minute and they said and this is going on your permanent record they said, but why and they said because this is how socialism works the people who were working hard decided that they why should they have to do it because no one else was right and eventually everyone fails exactly and it begins drinking <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I don't think that was part of the class, and I hope they learned the lesson because it 
it clearly showed human nature. And if it was, and, and since everyone wasn't getting benefits out of it, people started slowly not, uh, not it's not that they didn't participate, they didn't uh, provide any value right. to the core group. And much like what happened in the uh, the early days of the pilgrims, absolutely, you know. the pilgrims started trying tried to do socialism. Everybody gets we're going to put everything we do in a big big pot and and split it evenly. And there's some people going, "You mean I can sit on my butt and get a little bit from everybody else? I'm good with that." And then they went, "Yeah, okay, that's you're lazy, and you know, you get nothing unless you do something with your property." I see that Goody Thompson is doing nothing, so no food for you, Goody. Oh, goody. <clears throat> wow. Yep. There, that, that ends the lesson. Wow. <laughs> yes. Here ends I'm pretty the sure lesson. we should not end with socialism because that's just depressing. <laughs> just, you know. Uh, I, I think that's oh, a pretty you know funny what? joke. Uh, here, you know, to brighten everyone's day, for those of you who, who are going to stay up late enough to listen to this show while it is still the 6th of March. Uh, today is National Oreo Day. And, oh, you're uh, kidding. No, I am not. And there are absolutely, positively, 100% no Oreos in my house. I cannot begin to tell you the level of disappointment. I, well, have, you know, uh, I have Girl Scout cookies. Will that work? <clears throat> well, <laughs> I, I consoled myself um, with um, uh, ice cream. And apparently, um, there was either too much of it, or it um, it just in general was not conducive to the to the happy feeling I was hoping to get because of the lack of Oreos and all. And um, I I don't want anything sweet for like the next week. So thank you. No. You know I, I have been told puppy right before the show, guys. I'm, I'm sorry to hear of your your puppies hurting. But I have been told hmm. many a time while I was in school uh-huh. about how, how racist Oreos were. And to, to, to fully understand it, it was because we were actually called Oreos. Well, yes, I, I understand the reference and it's very derogatory. But I'm a purist and I believe the term only applies to cookies in my, my little world. And, and they're wonderful cookies. Um, some people buy those thin ones, which I think are blasphemous. Um, I, yeah, I remember when the double stuff was the normal stuff cause I'm old and, um, and that's just how my world works. Hey, but well, I, uh, it, I'm sorry that the term, uh, I'm sorry that it offended you and I'm sorry it, I ever it, brought it up and no, I'm just going to shut one. up now because obviously I'm just a racist. No, I'm hungry. <laughs> It it didn't offend me. And number two, I was trying to bring out that I was saying, oh, so I'm, uh, I'm toasty on the outside and sweet on the inside. Oh, because I like you, that. You can turn anything into something nice. It is all a point of view. That's where I was trying to go. But Crutch, once again, you know, can't get a word edge in. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. I didn't see that. And let me just say, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be hearing about this from the number one fan for sure. Thanks, guys. Uh, 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 Ladies and gentlemen. 
Go ahead. Oh no, I was just out. out. You know, I was giving you the, the Chick-fil-A ending, that's all. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes episode 10 of season 7. My gosh, we've been on the air forever. Please invite your friends to listen. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Hope you like the new Monday uh, delivery date for our uh, weekly episodes. Uh, we're trying something new. We're we're rearranging a little bit so that um, some folks can spend a little more quality time with their communities, which I think is an awesome thing. And with that, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by the Browningator. Not just a tractor, Mr. Browning's new red Texas tractor. Loader, backhoe, already in service in the spacious Browning Ranch doing a man's work. Yes, sir. Life in Texas is sweet. Order your own Browningator today. You won't be disappointed. And Goon's Professional Negotiation Service. Got a tough problem and can't get resolution? That's where we come in. We send Vic and Vinny to the other team to discuss their positions in person. While not as forgiving or understanding as Jesus, they do get results. Not responsible for bruises and contusions sustained during the process. And Boomski Fireworks. When you want the best, brightest colors, followed by an earth-shattering kaboom by Boomski. The favorite fireworks of Marvin the Martian and certain Russians. Ask for them by name, Boomski. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.